Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. Hey everyone, welcome back to KingCast. We're glad you could join us again today and we're getting close to Christmas. Whoop, whoop. Ooh, Colton and Dan and Barry getting close to Christmas and we were just talking about some things uh, around Christmas and we're thinking about talking about giving and uh, we want to do a couple of podcasts that might uh, kind of reflect Christmas and of course giving is um, reflects Christmas because God gave his best. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... We uh, think we, you know, sometimes we want to give our best, and what can we give? And mm-hmm. um, I was reminded of uh, a scripture uh, in uh, Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-one. There, I'll read a few scriptures. And it's talking about our treasure, and, and it says, "Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust does corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal." For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And we were just talking about, you know, what's real treasure or what's treasure to the Lord uh, other than ourselves. If we give ourselves to the Lord, that's treasure. Uh, But we were just saying, you know, the next key thing is really our finances and our giving of finances. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, that seems to impact the whole world to a huge degree. So Colton was uh, sharing a scripture about the importance of giving and how it almost feels like one of the first things the Lord asks us to give after we've given our life to the Lord is finances mm-hmm. or money. Yeah, I think like the second you start talking about money, uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. the hair on your neck starts to stand up a little bit and you're you're already thinking, all right, skip this podcast. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of negative connotation around it, but... Uh, what were you just saying, Barry? The the root of all evil, or oh, the love of money. The is love there, of money is the root of all evil. Uh, and this, when we were talking about it, I heard, well, what is the root of good? And the root of good, where money is concerned, is using money. Yeah, for using others, money. using money to advance the kingdom. Yeah. So if the root of evil is a love of money, the root of good, where money is concerned, is using it kind of as a tool. Yeah, yeah. it's not a. It's not an idol to us. Yeah. Yeah. And so depending on where you're at, you might have, you might be grown up in the church and you might give just a, a normal 10% and you've done that your whole life and it's sort of become just something you do. Um, or you might be in the church and, and going, why do they ask for my money? What is this about? Isn't God all powerful? Isn't he all wealthy? Why does he want my money? And like Barry said, I think it's one of the simplest forms of showing Jesus you trust him. And we see that in Luke 16, verse 10. It says, The one who manages the little he has been given with faithfulness and integrity will be promoted and trusted with greater responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But those who cheat with the little they have been given will not be considered trustworthy to receive more. So right away we see this picture and, and, and in this whole parable Jesus is talking about money. The the topic is money. money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's go and he's saying, look, 
with what little you have. You have it gripped so tight in your hands. If you can first, Dan said this, if you can first open up your hands, let that fall out, then I can actually fill your hands with... It doesn't just mean he'll give you back more money. He can do that. But he'll actually give, it says right here, greater responsibilities. Mm -hmm. What are those things? He can trust you with a word of knowledge. He can trust you to go speak truth into that person. He can trust you with something he knows that he wants to get to you or someone else because he, tr- he, you've trusted him with your finances. And it seems crazy in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think often when we read the Bible, uh, this verse continues on. We see ourselves always as the best people in the Bible. <laughs> we read it and we go, yeah, that's what I would do. It's the same as when we fill out good, yeah. like a personality quiz. <laughs> it's like, are you honest in that personality quiz? Or are you choosing the answers you would like to see yourself as? And so if, if you go on in this chapter 16, you go to uh, 14. It says, now the Jewish religious leaders who were listening to Jesus, were lovers of money. They laughed at what he said and mocked his teachings. So Jesus addressed them directly. You always want to look spiritual in the eyes of others, but you have forgotten the eyes of God, which sees what is inside of you. The very things that approve of and applaud are the things God despises. And so I I can't read past that verse and go, I'm not the religious leader. (laughs) You are lovers of money. I have moments in my life where I see that I'm gripping. Yeah. And, and all the, and here's what happens. The first thing to go is trust. Mm -hmm. And he talked about it first. If I can trust you with the little that I can trust Trust you with greater responsibilities. But the first thing that goes when I hold on to money and think, I can't give this away. I need it. I got to do things with it. Yep. Trust goes. I stopped trusting yep. that he's a good father yep. and he's going to get what I need to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, God is, God's got this quirk about him that he can do anything he wants, anytime he wants, any way he wants. And he made the decision that I'm going to use people on the earth yeah. and I want them to trust me and I will use them for good. And sometimes people say, well, God will just get the money however he gets the money. He can just make it or rain it down from heaven, they think, or something. And I'll be say, well, why does God use people to lead somebody to the Lord mm-hmm. when he can just maybe make them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And of why course, healing? Yeah, like healing. you said, there's a bunch of things you were saying. Yeah. Why does God use people to, to lay heal hands people? on the sick? Why not just mm-hmm. snap, they just wake up one morning? Yeah. Right? It's all to connect everybody that receives something back to him through somebody because mm-hmm. yeah. people need somebody. If you just woke up healed one morning, you'd think, gee, did I just get better? Mm-hmm. Is it my new bed? Yeah. Did I have a good night's sleep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think those are the things. And, and, and for some reason, because he's God and he's made this decision, I'm not going to argue with him, mm-hmm. but he wants to use us on the earth to do good and to, to advance the gospel of the kingdom. Yeah. I think in that, like think about, when God uses you to pray over someone and you get a word for them. And we always say this, the word for them probably made them feel great or whatever. Like, whoa, God hears me. But also 
makes the person praying go, whoa, God used me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you lay hands on healing someone, the person gets healed. They feel great, but it also goes, wow, God used me. And mm -hmm. you both turn back to, to glorify God. Because yeah. you realize, so God used me to help, and the other person is, God is God's always thinking about me. Yeah. Wait a minute, God, you mean cares all the time? Yeah. You mean God is this God that some believers believe he is? He's not just that big meanie in heaven? Yeah. 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 So that's I good. think even when it comes to money, um, so me and my wife, our sole income comes from support. Mm -hmm. uh, we're missionaries in Sylvan Lake. And faith people. Faith people. <laughs> and we honestly, when we stepped out, when we sat down with the My King board not yeah. even a year ago, Barry, how yeah. many people are like, are you guys crazy? Yeah. <laughs> are you well, we were, sure? I think the, as the board, we were more nervous than these two guys. <laughs> I remember when they left, I said, I think they got more faith than me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we've been, you know, with Youth for Christ and now with my King for a bunch of years. So we've seen the Lord provide for us. So yes, I've seen checks come through the organization and we've been blown away by people's generosity, but it doesn't stop there. It would stop there if I clenched my fists yeah. and I just said, thank you, God. Now I can do your work. But he says, yeah, but are you going to be a part of passing it on? Right. Mm -hmm. So I can truly say this to you guys. Me and my wife, Meg, have never been more excited to give back of the money he's entrusted us with mm -hmm. to keep passing it on, to let it flow. So, yeah, we're, mm -hmm. we're giving money with our missional communities. We're taking a giving or a tithe or an offering or whatever. Yeah, I like that. The fact that you guys do that as a family, but also now you share at the missional community and they're doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now it's growing to the yeah. next level. So us as a household, the Jensen house, we give what we feel the Lord has asked us to give. And it is, it's more than I've ever given before. And I think that correlates because I've given more, mm -hmm. been given more. I want to give out more. Mm -hmm. And as I give out more, I'm seeing more blessings. Yeah. And it's this cycle of trust yeah. that you guys have been talking about. Yeah. Do you trust your dad in heaven? Yeah. Or are you going to take matters into your own hands and say, yeah. nope, the Lord is taking care of me and now i got to take care of my needs. Mm -hmm. uh, what about the needs of your neighbors? Exactly. Yeah. What about the broken people, those orphans, the widows, the yeah. poor amongst you? Yeah. And so that's the whole... Sorry, go ahead. That's the whole heart issue behind it because mm -hmm. there are people probably right now ridiculing this and saying oh you're just giving to get giving to mm -hmm. get yeah because you've given and look at you're saying you're getting but that's mm -hmm. not the point you're making the i'd say yeah. i got first therefore yeah, i want yeah, to yeah. give yeah. second yeah yeah which is funny because if we just pressed pause on this and played a youtube clip of some giving back where you go through the drive-through you pay for the person mm -hmm. behind you be like that's great that is literally the mm -hmm. same thing yeah. we're saying. Yep. But we just believe the all the person who keeps paying for everyone's drive-through is God, mm -hmm. and we are always in the line of pay it forward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> pay yeah. it forward. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And um, Jesus said that men will give into your bosom. In other words, we physically give and other people physically give back to us yeah. being led of the Lord. Yeah. Like these people are being, we're being led of the Lord. People that give back to us are being led of the Lord. We're led of the Lord when we give it to a, a single mom, mm -hmm. uh, the poor, yeah. uh, somebody in the community that needs help, lost yeah. their job. Maybe COVID hit somebody extremely hard. Yeah, We're being led of the Lord. We're believing when they receive that, they're being led of the Lord. And yeah. they, they multiply and give out. And yeah. yeah, it just it's such a reality between 
two house groups that I would call not large. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, really, how many people? Probably 25 committed people. All together. Yeah. yeah. And given uh, 35000 plus dollars back into the communities of Sylvan Lake and yeah. some into Red Deer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, is um, sometimes we see generosity differently. And so um, there's people... Or we might think, oh, you know, Dan, Colton, Barry, their their feet are on the ground. They're doing it like that's that's amazing. But you know what? The the general we aren't able to do what we do without the person who God has put on their heart. I'm going to give these guys five thousand dollars, and that is just as much a miracle in itself Mm -hmm. as what we get to do with that and how we get to live with that. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes into Philippians uh, 4.17. Let me just flip there real quick. Yeah, and as you're turning there, just just a reminder that we were saying, you know, it's not always giving to a denomination. Yeah. We're not always giving to a church as in the four walls of that church. Yeah. Uh, there's ways to give outside of that if you're uncomfortable or maybe yeah. you you don't have a denomination that you're part of or a church that you attend regularly. Yeah. Uh, four seven uh, Philippians four yeah. seventeen. It says, "I mention this not because I'm requesting a gift, but so that the fruit of your generosity may bring you an abundant reward." Mm-hmm. There is times God puts. On our heart, it's, I, I mean, it's all the time to give of something, whether it's wisdom, whether it's peace, whether it's joy, whether it's finances. Um, but it's, it, it, again, in, the, in that verse, he is talking about financial blessing. Yeah. I'm not asking for your money, for myself, but for your sake, because in reward, you'll receive a greater tre- treasure, which you talked about at the start, where your money or where your heart is there your treasure will be so yeah i think um as a new christian and i make this joke that um (laughs) i was a drug dealer i that's not a joke i was (laughs) (laughs) um and so i came into the church and and all of a sudden the lord started to switch my heart and before where money was everything i gripped onto it i wanted to use it for myself and spend it on myself and have the nicest things. Then the Lord gets a hold of my heart, and all of a sudden I wanted to give it to people. I wanted to see other people succeed. I wanted to help other people. And so, as a drug dealer, I went, okay, I'm in this church. I can give my money to the church, and then they're gonna dice it up a bit give some to the paid pastors and the workers and the, and, and then they're going to give some to the thing that I wanted it to go to. So my drug dealer mind kicks in and goes, <laughs> well, can I just cut out the middleman? <laughs> and, and so I'm not saying don't give to your church. If your church is uh, feeding you, is giving you, um, you know, the things you need that you see them doing great ministry, that's beautiful. Give towards that. But what I, but what I'm trying to say is, if you know your neighbor's struggling, yeah. why give to the church who doesn't maybe know them yeah. when you yeah. could go right next door and say, man, I just want to bless you. Do you know God? He sees you. This is for you. I hope it speaks to you. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's another yeah. part of a way you can give. 
and 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 I think this mindset that gee, I need a tax receipt is huge yeah, too because. It is. Mm-hmm. To me, sometimes I used to get caught up in that. Okay, how do I give it so that I can get that? Because we're a blessed nation mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to give to to uh, um, nonprofits, yeah. yeah, and be able to get a tax receipt for it. And sometimes the Lord says, "No, I just want you to do that." Yeah, I, yeah. You really like the, the the tax receipt's not in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can almost tie it to the Bible sometimes. Yeah. It's, yep. it's just obedience. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we've got. Praise God, like just a ton of testimonies from this last year and throughout your life, Barry, of giving when you, yeah. when the Lord has put it on your heart, give that guy a hundred bucks. Yeah, right. Give that guy a thousand bucks. So me and uh, buddy Jesse Cook were out, quote unquote, evangelizing. But, but our thing has often been, we've seen a ton of fruit from leading with a gift card and just saying, hey, we're here not to just tell you that Jesus is real, Sometimes we do that too, but we have walked up to this one guy in Walmart and um, we said, what do you think about faith? What do you think about the church? He goes, oh, he just started cussing. He said, that friggin' institution, I, all they want's your money mm-hmm. and we, they don't give you anything back. We're like, you know what? You, you might have a point there. There is a lot of, in, in past especially, some corruption within the church yeah. and a waste of it and... Um, Jesse pulled out a gift card and he said, we're actually here because we felt like God wants you to have this. So opposite of what he was thinking. (laughs) And he showed us his arm and his hairs on his arm were just standing up. And he said, nobody has ever done this for me before. Mm -hmm. So we've seen the seed, the, the financial blessing, that money poured back into Sylvan Lake. And time and time again, it has shattered the hardness of hearts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, drawn somebody a buddy in his garage he told me this after we we had felt the Lord ask us to give him a $500 check and we prayed over the finances we said may this soften his heart yeah and he said after a long time of resisting the Lord I just wept my heart was soft and we're just like thank you Jesus for using money to get to the the deeper places of our lives so generosity begets generosity. God is the most generous. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen yeah, money just break into people's lives. And I've got it on my heart. When I think about generosity, I'm, I'm instantly drawn to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Um, so Paul is talking about a church in the province of Macedonia. And they're poor. They're struggling. Um, and it just says this in the message. They had fierce troubles come down on them. Uh, pushing them to their very limit. The trial exposed their true colors. They were incredibly happy, though desperately poor. The pressure triggered something totally unexpected, an outpouring of pure and generous gifts. I was there and saw it for myself. They gave offerings of whatever they could, far more than they could afford, pleading for the privilege of helping out in relief of the poor Christians. Mm. Uh, the other giving simply flowed out of the purposes of God working in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit later, it says, You do so well in so many things. You guys trust God. You're articulate. You're insightful. You're passionate. You love us. Now do your best in this thing too. Talking about giving yeah. generously. Mm-hmm. Um, later, it says, I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over. Yeah. Make up your own mind of what you will give. 
That will protect you against sob stories and arm twisting. Mm -hmm. God loves it when the giver delights in the giving. Mm -hmm. God can pour out the blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything more than just ready to do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that goes into chapter 9 of 2 Corinthians. But we're not trying to sob story, you guys. Yeah. We're not trying to twist your arm to say, give to this ministry at the end of the year. Do you know what me and Colton got to do this week? We had on a whiteboard, we've got thousands of dollars that we get to give away this month from our house church and, and people generously giving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many organizations this time of year have to come up with a fundraising campaign to cover their last bills. Mm-hmm. We need 10 grand more to make it through and balance at the end. We get to give thousands of dollars <laughs> away because of the generosity of our people that have latched on to this is fun. Mm-hmm. We get to be a part of God's heart meeting natural um, material needs around mm-hmm. us. And None of us are millionaires. No. <laughs> Normal, average, everyday yeah. Joes and Joettes. <laughs> Joettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are praying, Lord, how can I get more money? Mm. And you guys are praying, Lord, where am I going to give how do we this give more money? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, just as we end this podcast, it just boils down to what Jesus said. He kind of put the responsibility back on our shoulders. Look at your heart and say, Lord, where do you want me to give? And, and give according to your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's where that tre- eternal treasure is. Yeah. It's from your heart. It's not from this area of pressure. I have to give. Yeah, the yeah. church is asking this or this. Yeah, it's yeah. just... I get to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get to. And it'll be of eternal value because that's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus said, I'm putting this responsibility on you. You decide. I've blessed you. I think that's a good place to close, Barry, is um, what does he put on your heart? And it brings me to the story of the Jewish leader who comes in, brings a big tithe. Yeah. And the lady who comes in and brings her few pennies. And the Lord looks at her offering as better than the one who brought a tithe. Because he gave out of what he had. Yeah. She gave out of a trusting heart that the Lord will take care of her, mm-hmm. even with what little she had. So again, at the end of this podcast, if you, if the hairs are still standing on your neck, thinking about money, we're not telling you to just go and empty your bank account. but Because you feel what, guilt or anything. Yeah, right? he wants a cheerful giver. What is the Lord putting on your heart? Like Barry said, how can you give generously in that? Should we even actually, do you guys want to be led through something we've done in house church before? Um, Just take two minutes right now and just say, God, um, how much do you want me to give? If you got a number, then just simply say, who needs it? I didn't say what organization or what nonprofit or what church, but who needs this money? And he might have brought a neighbor to your mind, a family member, a lady at the store that's blessed you so much when she's packing your groceries. And we try to encourage our people when they give out a $100 gift card, not to just give it to them, mm-hmm. but to say, hey, I'm a Christian. The Lord put you on my heart. Mm-hmm. I'd love to bless you this Christmas. Mm-hmm. He's a generous giver. He sees you. He knows you. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything I could pray for you for mm-hmm. today? So allow that seed to to lay up treasure in heaven as you give it. Mm -hmm. Be blessed this holiday season. And we'll look forward to 
all the future ones to come. Yeah, and I just want to say, we've seen a $5 gift card do the same thing as a $100 yeah. gift card. So don't even belittle that going, well, it's only 5 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's not the money. It's what who is going to get the money that Jesus has already been working yeah. on. Spirit behind it. KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day, and don't forget to keep your heart on Him.